0: Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And today we're going to talk about the new film, The Lighthouse. And just a word of warning, um, we will likely be discussing spoilers in this review. So if you want to go into this movie knowing as little as possible, then you might want to listen to this review after you see the movie. Um, But Matt's going to tell us about it.
1: Yeah. So this stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson as two lighthouse keepers, and this is pretty much a two-man play. Mm -hmm. Um, We see them as they first arrive at the lighthouse, which is on a sort of isolated island, and then they're dropped off and left there. It's supposed to be for four weeks, but it ends up being longer, and um, this was directed by Robert Eggers, who directed uh, the movie The Witch, which came out in 2015, so... If you're familiar with that movie at all, you might get a little bit of idea about sort of the style of this, although I think they're they're fairly distinct films. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, this this movie kind of follows both characters um as they live their lives on this lighthouse together and it's a little strange and it's a little unnerving and unsettling and it's um in black and white and yeah, it's 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 it's, it's interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah that's all stuff I liked about it. I loved the black and white, um, cinematography. Um, they, he opted to, I don't know what the aspect ratio is, but it's very square. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, it kind of adds, I think, to the claustrophobic feel of the, the movie itself. The, the, literally the sides of the, the movie have pulled in and, um, the movie just feels very, um, claustrophobic. And, and that really goes... It helps set the mood for what is essentially seeing two characters or maybe one character, I'm not sure which, <laughs> kind of descend into madness. Um, there's a lot of kind of dreamlike um, atmosphere. Um, it is very unnerving, as you said. Um, I, I I really... F- I love this kind of thing, so to me this this was my cup of tea. But I can definitely see how this would not be everyone's cup of tea. Just like The Witch, I feel like his you know this director's previous film, The Witch, was one that you either kind of really dug uh, or you really hated. And um, I remember when we went to the screening of The Witch, people actually walked out because it was just not what they were wanting, and mm-hmm. um, and there was a very divisive opinion amongst our group of friends who saw it. So I feel like this movie's in the same vein. But I love just that willingness to, to do weird and strange things. And I think he has a talent for doing um, it very beautifully. Um, it's just a beautifully looking film. It's a beautiful sounding film. The sound design here is amazing. I mean, there's that constant um, foghorn... Um, there's a constant um, kind of rumble or, or um, machinery that's involved with the lighthouse. Um, it, it, that's kind of reminiscent, um, we talked about after we saw the movie, it's kind of reminiscent of David Lynch. And there, there's a lot of David Lynch, I think, also in kind of the the dream feel of, of the movie, of some parts of the movie. Um, I mean, it's it's surreal. at at times. Um, But yeah, it's all it's all working towards kind of depicting this very strange relationship that these two people have and the madness that is kind of seems to be developing between them or in one of them or I don't know. I I don't have explanations for the movie but I do know that I liked it.
1: I agree with a lot of what you have said about it. Um, the sound design is great in this. Now, for better or worse, before I saw this movie, I did look at, I skim read some reviews because I, I really didn't want to have anything swell for me um, beforehand. But uh, um, when I read those reviews, the common theme that I got was that this is a movie kind of about madness and descending into madness, but it also tries to make you go a little mad as mm-hmm. the viewer. Mm-hmm. So I had that in my head when I was watching it, and um I've kind of started to feel that not too far into it. I mean, there's a lighthouse foghorn that you hear um at various points in the movie, but I think it's automated because no one's doing it right mm-hmm. um but it goes off in the background and and i love i love tra- I love hearing the sound of a train whistle at night, and I love the sound of a foghorn mm-hmm. um but that being said, hearing this foghorn in the distance it, with this particular look and feel of this movie, which I think I'm saying this all in a good way, um, it was unnerving. And that kind of started to work on me a little bit. Except, I feel like they didn't maybe use that foghorn as much during... As the movie went progressed, it wasn't to me, you, in my recollection, used as much, or either I just wasn't paying as much attention. And the madness aspect of the movie was more about... That what the characters the characters it was a real it was a real talky film. It's about mm-hmm. these two characters interacting with each other mm-hmm. and having these conversations. And on the one hand, I <clears throat> really like their conversations, particularly Willem Dafoe, who is excellent in this and just dives right into the role. And you know, I mean, I think Robert Pattinson's character even at one point says like, you know, of Willem Dafoe's role that it's like almost a, a Captain Ahab parody. Mm-hmm. Um, but he Willem Dafoe is excellent in this, and he gives really excellent you know speeches and that was very in one hand um it it, you know it it pulled me in but it also took me a little bit out I was not as the whole you're gonna go mad too watching this movie um even though obviously I know you're not really going to but that that didn't it kind of stopped working on me when it became the both the two of them talking a lot Mm. versus just things like the sound design and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's not a huge... I'm not really digging it hugely for that. I, that. I'm just saying that's sort of an expectation I had going into it because of something I'd read. And I'm, not, I'm just saying that that wasn't the case for me there. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they're both really great, Willem Dafoe and, and Robert Pattinson. And, you know, Willem Dafoe, I think, gets a lot of attention for this, but Robert Pattinson, I think, also should get some kudos, he has the less showy role. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of times in cinema, and forgive me, but I'm going on a slight tangent here, but, you know, uh, and a lot of times in cinema, the showy roles get the most attention. Um, I think we're seeing it this year, particularly, with um, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, which I um, I admire his acting in that. I think he did a great job in Joker, uh, but I mean let's be honest it is supremely showy it is just a huge showy role and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that but I feel like people notice that more than they will notice the, the sort of the slow burn role and um I think Robert Pattinson has sort of the more definitely the more I think low key even though his character has moments where he acts out he has the more low key um Part in this, but I still think he he holds his own with Willem Dafoe.
0: Oh yeah, I would I would agree. I think they're both really great in this movie, but I I have to say I particularly liked Dafoe and his those speeches that you mentioned. I thought were just you know almost Shakespearean in their their drama and their um, um, the, the the way that he. Is speaking the dialect? It seems very authentic, even though I know within the movie um, there's it's, there's a reference to you know Moby Dick and um, like he's just come from the pages of that novel. And, and you know, I don't know. It feels authentic. I don't know when this movie is supposed to be set.
1: Late 1800s. Late
0: eighteen hundreds. Um, it feels very authentic in terms of setting and the way that these guys are talking to each other, um, and that. Kind of adds to the um, the unsettling feel as a modern viewer watching it, and I mean you can say the same thing for *The Witch*. I think this is something that this director likes doing, kind of presenting a modern audience with what you know seems, or at least yeah, seems to be authentic from another time um, dialogue, and I, I, I found it. I find that to be intriguing. Um,
1: yeah, it's like, too, that I, I, you t- I talked earlier about The Witch and people's mm-hmm. reaction to it. I am one person who I did not really care for The Witch very right. much, and, and for a few reasons. But um, I went into this one with my guard up. Uh-huh. Now, I will say, I was intrigued by the mm-hmm. the trailers for this. I feel that, unlike a lot of trailers these days, they show just enough, mm-hmm. but not too much. And, um, you know, you were a big fan of The Witch, and... We were going to see this movie regardless, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I, I knowingly went in with my guard up, knowing that, like, okay, this, this, this is going to probably be strange and I may <laughs> not like it and stuff. Um, but I liked this quite a bit more than I liked The Witch. And um, I'm not quite sure... You know, I, I can talk about this movie, but I'm not, you know... Um, I mean, The Witch had good acting in it, just like mm-hmm. this one does. Um, but this one just worked better for me. Um, now, we can talk about, I think, some of the, and we guess we'll get into spoiler territory, but the, what is this movie about? I know earlier you said, you know, you, you don't necessarily want to like divine what mm-hmm. is going on a whole bunch or what, the, what is really happening. I, I will do that though. But, <laughs> uh, you know, Robert Pattinson's character is kind of a mystery. Um, I mean, when he comes there, you know, Willem Dafoe, uh, and, and he's kind of wondering, you know, kind of calls him like pretty. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and I guess Robert Pattinson qualifies as that. Certainly back in the Twilight days. But <laughs> um, he's basically like, you know, what are you doing here? Why are you out on this rock, you know, mm-hmm. tending to a lighthouse? And I think so, Willem Defoe's character is a bit suspicious of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robert Pattinson eventually opens up and talks about how um, he was working, I think, f- like doing logging or forestry mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. and sort of indirectly, if I remember correctly, caused the death of a co-worker.
0: Uh-huh. And... Or through his inaction caused Through his inaction, yes.
1: Um, so he decided to, because I guess his own life wasn't going very well, or something was tainted with his own name. Mm-hmm. He took the dead person's identity. Mm-hmm. And that's who he kind of applied to the lighthouse, United States Lighthouse Service with, and mm-hmm. that name, and under that guise. Okay. But he opens up to Willem Defoe's character about all this. And it turns out his real name is this Tom. Mm-hmm. And Willem Dafoe's character is also called Tom, right? And sort of like you referenced earlier, there's some you know interesting scenes, the way the scenes unfold, and some of it's some sometimes kind of dreamlike. I mean, there's just sometimes things going on where you wonder, either is is Robert Pattinson almost imagining this character Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. because I think it's t- very telling when he says, you know, like that Willem Dafoe's character, is sort of a—now he doesn't say parody, I don't think, but sort of, you know, sort of a parody of a- Captain Ahab. That I almost wondered, like, is that he inventing this character then? Mm-hmm. From, you know, and is he imagining him? Yeah. There's, you know, um, there's also the very last shot, and again, we warned you, we're going to get spoilery. The very <laughs> last shot is uh, is Robert Pattinson's character. This is after he's killed the Willem Dafoe character. It's just him now on the island, and um, he is laying out nude on the rocks um and being picked apart by seagulls mm-hmm. they're like and they're taking out his eye and his chest and at that moment and again this is me trying to find reason to this which may there may be no reason but i thought to myself huh, i wonder if he like was on a ship and shipwrecked on the island and he's like was cast upon the rocks not unable to get up and he's being slowly picked apart by seagulls as he lays there dying. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing, he's just invented this dreamlike state while he's laying there dying of being a, a
0: lighthouse hand and all this kind of stuff. And um, yeah, that <laughs> that all may be true. I think this movie is definitely open for for various interpretations. Um, you know, when you were just talking, it occurred to me that this is now his second film. The witch and this one where um, someone is pecked at by birds, and I think both movies. I like the way both movies kind of um, incorporate mythology into um, some of the, the what we see and then what's talked about. I mean, in this movie we have mermaids, we have King Neptune. Um, I, I, I really like how that is kind of interwoven into the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like this movie quite a bit. Yeah. Um,
1: it's good, it's good, um, Good, great acting, I'll say that. So, not just good acting, but great acting um, by both. And the look and feel of it, Robert Eggers, I think, you know, does a good job. Um, the the cinematographer for this was Jaren Blashe, if I'm pronouncing that uh, mm-hmm. name correctly. He also did cinematography, I think, on The Witch and a few other things. So, uh, it looks really Um, And and some of the framed shots, which you may have seen if you've ever Googled this movie or Googling it now or see stills from it, it's interesting. I mean, that's exactly how some of these shots are framed. I mean, the the first scene where um, both characters arrive on the island to take over their lighthouse duties, Mm -hmm. they're just kind of staring at the camera. Well, Willem Dafoe's character is staring a little bit off from the camera, Mm -hmm. but Robert Pattinson... A couple of moments stares at the camera, yes. and it's interesting. What I I had seen that mm-hmm. in before watching this movie as uh, you know um, promotional material for mm-hmm. it. And I a hundred percent assumed like this is a promotional photo that they did right. for the movie. <laughs> this is not in the movie, but no, it's in the movie, and I think it it's super. Like I said, said the first scene, and I think it's it kinda of throws you a little off, you know, yeah. it starts to unnerve you right right away.
0: Yeah, no, that's a really great um scene. I feel like the whole movie is so beautifully composed that you could almost take any frame of it mm-hmm. and hang it up on the wall and it would look nice. Um it's just it's just a beautifully looking looking film. Yeah. Um I, I wanted to mention too, I found it to be quite suspenseful. I, I find movies like this to be quite suspenseful because you never know you feel like anything could happen. And you never know what's going to happen next. And like you know, particularly at the near the end, we won't go in. I won't go into detail, but you just didn't know what was going to happen. And you know, my heart was thumping, and I I found it to be very suspenseful. Yeah,
1: yeah, I would agree. Which we've ruined any suspense by a spoiler <laughs> review. But yeah, um, so uh, what do you give this out ten? Um, I'm going to give it a nine. I'll give it an eight. So our score is an eight and a half. And it's on the tomato meter, uh, certified fresh,
0: 92%. Definitely worth seeing if you're into this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and I'll
1: mention the audience score here. Um, it's a 77%,
0: which isn't as bad
1: as I would have imagined. No. Right? And again, I think this has, for whatever reasons, sometimes those intangibles, but I think it has better appeal than The Witch.
0: Yeah, I imagine that's higher than the audience score for The Witch. So,
1: And I was a little surprised at... Um, I mean I saw some some teeny boppers, not a lot, but a few teeny boppers in our audience, which you know, I I don't know. I don't know what they thought of this.
0: Yeah, I was surprised to see them. Maybe they stumbled into the wrong theater. (laughs) All right, thanks for listening. Thanks.